Oh my goodness. How brave are you? So today of all days, we are diving into a super juicy topic. So my show is called Big Fat Lies and my mission is to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are stopping you from being healthy, stopping you from being happy, stopping you from having a juicy, wealthy, delicious, opulent experience here on planet Earth. Now, I say this all the time, but it bears reminder that it's very, very difficult to get to Earth. Like if you look up like how hard it is to get pregnant, how hard it is, you know, of all the sperm and of all the eggs to actually meet, you know, and how many babies don't make it through to, you know, being born and being incarnated on this planet. And then how many babies have difficulty, you know, with their childhoods, with their, you know, young adulthoods and their everything, their everything. And so my mission is to point out some points of view that may not be helpful to you. And another one of my missions is for you to have the life that you're truly excited by. And one of the places and spaces that I see eroding people's relationships, eroding people's finance, eroding people's joy, eroding people's vitality, uh, just taking away their chi, taking away their love, what they do is porn. It's porn. And so, you know, like back in the day, I can't say that I didn't watch porn like my husband and I, my first husband and I watched porn and we were like, "Ooh, this is kind of juicy and fun. And, you know, it was sort of a connection exercise for us to watch porn. And I've never been one of those kind of people to watch porn by myself. It was more of a connection thing. And so I see more often and more often and more often that porn is served up to people as a way of feeling connected. And so today we're going to talk about how porn actually erodes your connection, how porn actually erodes your sense of self how porn warps your brain, how porn is unrealistic and extreme in most cases, how addictive it is, how it loses or how it helps you or erodes your sexual energy and your vitality. And, you know, how it programs people to have unrealistic expectations of sex and how long sex lasts and what sex includes. And then also, you know, the people who are performing and make no mistake, they are performing, give you unrealistic expectations about how you're supposed to look, how they're supposed to look, how the body parts are supposed to go together, like so many unrealistic expectations of what people need to do in the love making space, the love making space. And so when you think about our sex chakra, you know, where your penis is, where your vagina is, regardless of how you express your sex self, you know, if you have a penis, if you have a vagina, that's your creative center. 
that's your creative center. And that's actually where the energy that gives you creative license gives you creative chi is born in your sex center so if your sex center is completely depleted then good luck having any drive so today on facebook i posted that only 10 percent of men have what is considered normal hormones what's considered normal hormones, only 10% of men. And it's interesting, as a woman, I'm always curious. I'm like, wow, I'm really looking at that person. Why am I looking at that person? Ooh, I kind of want to talk to that person. Why do I want to talk to that person? And I would say 99% of the time, it's because they're hormones are correct. My body is responding to their hormones. And so when I was doing research for the show, I remembered this book, I'm holding up a copy of Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. There's a whole chapter in Think and Grow Rich about sexual transmutation and about if you have the chi, if your body is filled with sex energy, you will have the drive to succeed. And if your body doesn't have the chi, if your body's not filled with sex energy, then you don't have the drive to succeed. And so it's different for men and different for women. And so we're going to end up going into that today. But first of all, I want to let you know, you are in a safe, judgment-free space. So whatever you express, whatever you want to talk about, if you want to come into the live studio audience at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com forward slash chat room, log in. You can put a fake name in there if you want. If you want to participate in a way that's safe for me and a way that's safe for you, you are so welcome to come. And yeah, come and have a look at this because it's been banging me over the head to create this masterclass for us to get some information on what is important, very important to know. And, you know, as you can see, with what's going on in the world, there is a bigger narrative at play, always. There is a bigger narrative at play. And I want you to know that the porn in industry, I wanted to say the porn injury, the porn industry is connected to sex trafficking, trafficking, it's connected to sex slavery, it's connected to mind control, it's connected to so many different things. And so, you know, watching a little bit of porn now and again, may be more injurious to you, to your body, to your relationships with yourself and with others than you know. And so if having a loving, juicy relationship with someone is something that you would like to have, would love to have, consider that you already have, but you would like to have it be a better relationship, I'm going to recommend that you tune in for the whole entire show. So who am I and why do I care? I'm a success sorceress. I'm a shaman and a seer. And I've always felt so deeply in my bones, in my cells, what it is that people need to do to be successful. 
And so your version of success is going to be different than anybody else's version of success. So it may not be, you know, billions of dollars. It may not be, you know, billions of dollars worth of real estate and a Maserati and, you know, a new girlfriend every weekend. It might actually be something really sweet that makes you feel successful. And I would say that for men, the programming that comes to most men turns them away from their actual nature. I think the average man that comes from the average house with sort of an average amount of parental trauma, in most cases, is a really lovely human being. And so the programming that's coming to you right now, you know, in the media that you watch, in the porn that you consume, in, you know, your sex practice with yourself and with others, may be the thing that's turning you away from your normal sweet nature. And I really want to talk about that today because you know, being in a relationship with somebody where the sex is like super nourishing, oh my God, how freaking great, how freaking great is that? You know, like if you have been in a relationship with someone where the, um, where the sex is like super juicy and it's super generative, like you actually don't have to up it. You don't have to up it. I don't recommend that you do your six best moves and they do their six best moves, rinse and repeat. Like, you know, try to like expand your horizons. Maybe, you know, uh, you know, take some Tantra classes, take some relationship classes and, and really expand and grow together. That's something that I'm gonna recommend. But I wanna read this to you guys. I want to read this to you. The research from these astounding discoveries was made well back through the pages of biography and history for more than 2000 years, wherever there was evidence available in connection with the lives of men of great achievement, it indicated most convincingly that they possessed highly developed sex natures. The emotion of sex is an irresistible force against which there can be no such opposition as an immovable body. When driven by this emotion, men become gifted with a superpower for action. Understand this truth and you will catch the significance of the statement that sex transmutation will lift one to the status of a genius. The emotion of sex contains the secret of creative ability. And that's what I was talking about earlier. Destroy the sex glands, whether in man or beast, and you have removed the major source of action. For proof of this, observe what happens to any animal after it has been castrated. A bull becomes as docile as a cow after it has been altered sexually. So think about that. How much does sex, how much does sex in conjunction with porn alter the way people are behaving sexually? Now I can always know, like I always know, I always know. So I'm too sensitive to be with somebody that consumes porn. I just am. I'm like, ew. You know, like if it, I had thought, I'm a very thoughtful person. So I had thought, you know, maybe it's the type of porn, 
maybe it's the type of porn. And then I went down the rabbit hole of porn and I ended up uh, on this site called NCOSE. Now I can't remember what it stands for, but basically it is a, um, a not-for-profit agency that is attacking the big porn industry, you know, like Pornhub and, you know, all of those uh, big, big, big sex sites, especially the ones who have no, um, they have no follow-up systems to make sure that the people in the videos have consent you know, are they children? Can they even give consent? You know, have the people consented? Are they professional actors or actresses? Or is this, you know, some rando video that somebody made of you in, you know, God knows when? <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Somebody obviously says, when we were in huge debt and struggle, Porn was a big part of my husband's life. Yeah, it allows you to check out. It's a huge checkout mechanism. And it's not just men. I think the biggest consumers of porn are men. But it's not just men. And having a look at, you know, what transmutative energy, I don't even know if that's a word, is available through sex that is being pulled away from you, being actively siphoned off you by the dark forces, by the Watuko. And how do you get it back? How do you get it back? So we're already deep, deep, deep into why porn is making you broke on the Inspired Choices Network. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis, and you are listening to Big Fat Lies. Please join me after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to Jennifer at JenniferKramerLewis.com. 
Oh my goodness. Welcome back. So before the break, we were talking about how sex in conjunction with porn is altering the way that people are in relationship. And I can tell you that women know, women know when the man is consuming porn or the lover, whoever the lover is, and what kind of porn are they consuming? You know, because one of the other things that's been proven is that even if you come in on vanilla flavor, (laughs) you're like, "Mm, maybe I want to see this. Mm, Maybe I want to see that. Even if you come in on vanilla flavor, what happens is what used to get you off, what used to excite you, eventually it doesn't excite you anymore. So, you know, then you get up to, you know, pretty heavy duty stuff and whatever your kink is will become very, very apparent very, very quickly. And so what I want you to know is none of this is your fault and all of it is something that you are responsible for. So I'm going to repeat, none of this is your fault And all of it is something that you are responsible for and that you can change. So what they've proven is that porn is actually being pushed at men or beings with penises by the time they're 10 years old, 10, 10. Like my child was still sleeping with teddy bears at 10. And so knowing that, like, have a look at it. Like, how can you resist a force that big that's coming at you? It's very commercialized. It's very sophisticated. And it's a huge budget industry. It's a huge budget. When you put together the porn industry and you put together with sex slavery and sex trafficking and, um, all of that, it is a multi-billion dollar industry, multi-billion dollar industry. There's actually nothing on the planet. There's no other industry, not drugs, no other industry that's as big as this industry. So you can do a little digging and you can find out that information for yourself, but there's no no other industry that's bigger than this. And so When you think about it, you know, just put on your, you know, evil Bond villain hat and say, okay, if I wanted to rule the world, if I wanted to make so much money that $100 on the floor in the back of my kitchen wouldn't make me want to pick it up, if I wanted to make gajillions, squillions of dollars, And I wanted to rule the world and I wanted to take care of people's, you know, I wanted to use other people's biological natures against them and program them. What would I do? What would I do? You know what I do? I create porn. (laughs) If I was an evil Bond villain, which I'm not in this lifetime, darn it, I would create porn because people have a biological urge to mate with one another. 
biological mate with one another. And, you know, there's, I can see it all over your charts, you know, so if you bring me your chart and, you know, where I load it, uh, I would be able to see, okay, well, here's where you have chemistry. Here's where you don't have chemistry. And it's very, very important for you to know where you have chemistry with someone and where it will be challenging for you to have chemistry with someone. It was funny before I jumped on live, I was talking to my show producer, Christine, the owner of the network and saying, you know, in those countries where they have arranged marriages, they use astrology to make sure that the people will be able to have a long lasting loving relationship according to astrology. And then they also pick the correct dates and that doesn't stop them. You know, it's like still porn will slide its way in there. Affairs will slide their way in there. Boredom will slide their way in there. And I think right now, especially on the planet, this is why porn exists because it's hugely addictive. It's hugely lucrative. And these days it's hugely normalized. It's really normalized. You know, we call it food porn or car porn or fashion porn or makeup porn. You know, like when you binge watch something on Netflix, you call it porn. And so we've really normalized or maybe, you know, it's the Watuko, the evil people who are normalizing this so that consumption of it becomes something that you can eat talk to people about you know it's not just your best friend like he 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 you know we watched a god I remember like renting a VHS from the the video store back room one time because I wanted to like spice things up and you know that was the only place that you could get it back in the day and you know you felt pretty like weird or naughty or whatever it is uh, but you had to go get a VHS or a DVD. You couldn't actually, you know, the maybe if you lived in a town where you had cable TV where the adult channel was available. But even then it was like, oh, do I want to watch enough of it that I will budget to have the adult channel? Like, do I want to do that? And, you know, it's very interesting. Like, I just... I don't want you to judge yourself. I want you to be aware that there are choices that are available to be made. There are choices that are available to be made. And, you know, like, it's almost like you could diarize, like, how do I feel? You know, when I consume porn, how do I feel? You know, do I feel like I have more energy after? Yes or no? Do I feel like I'm more on purpose after? Yes or no? Do I feel like getting up and, you know, working on this project that I've been working on? Yes or no? Do I feel more connected with my romantic partner? Yes or no? Do I feel like more like, like going out and attracting a romantic partner? Yes or no? And, you know, start to become a scientist about your own body, about your own port points of view, like, because it's so important to me, it's so important to me. And it's not working, guys, it's just not working. You know, like, 
99% of the time, people want to talk to me about business. They want to talk to me about money. They want to talk to me about wealth creation. They want to talk to me about simplifying their business portfolio to make sure that, you know, their processes aren't depleting them. And yet when I look at their body, I'm like, wow, they're really not having juicy sex. I can tell. (laughs) And, you know, I'm pretty psychic. So I'm like, hmm, okay. And if they don't want to talk to me about it, if it's a, you know, like a topic that I feel like, well, we're not going there. You know, sometimes I have to work with somebody for six months before they feel vulnerable enough with me to tell me that their sex life isn't satisfying. And, or they're, you know, like um, another one of the people that I was talking to before the show was saying there was 14 years that they didn't engage in sex. 14 years. And so not saying that you have to engage in sex, uh, but also that's a really generative way, especially for a female body. Female bodies are different. People with vaginas, people with vulvas, people with wombs, people who have, you know, a female orgasm, it's different. It's actually super generative and you can masturbate to maximize and actualize and manifest as a female, as a male. However, it has to be in the correct frequency. It's got to be in the correct frequency. It's not, you know, just trying to like relax. (laughs) Awesome. I heard a giggle. (laughs) It's, you know, like if you're trying to put yourself to sleep with it, maybe that's not quite the correct frequency. And so I know a lot of people do that. And again, I'm not judging it. I'm like, be, 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 be very cognizant about what's going on up here in your brain while you are making love, while you are consuming porn, while you are self-pleasuring, all of that. Be so, so careful about what's in your energetic field. Because the other thing that I want to point you to is how dark porn really is. And, you know, like, maybe you don't want to know that. Maybe you don't want to know how dark it is. But it's like, you know, like, you know, uh, in the grocery store, maybe, you know, something called the dirty dozen, like what Uh, what vegetables that you have to like really work to get the pesticides off, what vegetables need to be organic. And, you know, porn is super, super dark, you guys, it's very dark. And, you know, even the people who appear to be having a good time, most of the time, one or two, or all of them are you know, coked out of their heads, drugged out of their heads, they're not actually present in their body. So what people are doing to their body, while they're not present in their body is actually abuse. It's abuse. Anything that anybody does to your body while you're not present in your body is abuse. I need to point that out to you. I'm going to say it again, because it probably flew over some people's heads. Anything that somebody does to your body while you're not present in your body is abuse. And so what can happen is people who had less than stellar experiences with sex and with lovemaking and didn't feel love made too, 
can fly out of their body and actually not be present in their body when they're making love. And so it may be something that you have taught yourself to fly out of your body while you're masturbating, fly out of your body while somebody's making love to you. And, you know, maybe come back later when they're done making love to you. (laughs) And I'm laughing because it took me a really long time to be present in my body for sex. And that's why I am super freaking picky about who gets to be anywhere near my body. You know, like my husband, super picky about him, my medical practitioners, super picky about them. Anybody who works with energy, who's around my body, super picky about them. You know, any of my coaches, super picky about them, you know, because it's my body that's here having an earthly experience in a body. And if I don't take beautiful care of it, then it's abuse. It's abuse. I'm actually abusing myself by not taking really good care of my body. And so think about that for yourself, you know, with data, not with judgment, you know, think about yourself, like how many times have you actually had an experience where you were fully embodied in your body while you were making love? Oh my God, how gorgeous is that? It's so generative. And so we're heading into the break. We are on Inspired Choices Network. This is the Big Fat Lies Show with Jennifer Kramer Lewis. And after the break, I'm going to invite you to what it would be like to be in a world where everyone was present with sex and actually made huge bank because of it. So join me after the break. I will see you then. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis, stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. Awesome. So before the break, we were talking about not judging yourself and being aware that there are choices to be made. 
And so I would love you to ask yourself, like when I consume porn, do I have more energy or do I have less energy? Do I feel more healthy? Do I feel less healthy? Do I feel more like myself or less like myself? But I also want to remind you, if you do the research, you will find out that there's no such thing as ethical porn. There's no such thing. Like there will be a reason why it's not ethical, you know, so people pushed into porn because it's easy money. People pushed into porn by, you know, their spouses, by their boyfriends, you know, people pushed into porn for all sorts of reasons. People accidentally in porn because their videos have been uploaded to websites and, you know, also children, they just, just really no such thing as ethical porn. When you think about all the trafficking that goes on and, you know, that it is a multi, multi-billion dollar industry. It is the biggest industry. And, you know, the Watuko, the evil people are so consumed with controlling the human population. So, you know, our sex urge, you know, and also feeling loved and feeling a part of a community are our highest urges. People want to feel loved. They want to feel the part, feel part of a community. And they also want to feel juicy. <laughs> they want to feel turned on. And so you're probably thinking, oh, well, if I can't use porn, what will I do? And you know me, I'm always so freaking practical, always so freaking practical. So, but before we go into that, I wanted to show you another, this is page 208 of Thinking Grow Rich. And it says the desire for sex expression always comes at the head of the list of stimuli that most effectively step up the vibrations of the mind and start the wheels of physical action. Eight of these stimuli are natural and constructive. Two are destructive. The list is here presented to enable you to make a comparative study. So here's the list, the top 10 mind stimuli. One, the desire for sex expression. Two, love. Three, a burning desire for fame, power, financial gain, money. Four, music. Five, friendships between those of the same sex or those of the opposite sex. Six, is a mastermind alliance based on the harmony of two or more people who ally themselves for spiritual or temporal advancement. Seven, mutual suffering. <laughs> Eight, auto-suggestion, which is hypnosis or uh, guided meditation. Fear and narcotics and alcohol. So I would say maybe, maybe we skip out on mutual suffering. Uh, and we skip out on fear and narcotics and alcohol. And then, you know, like it wraps back that sex is supposed to be really generative. And so when it's not, it means that we have a skill gap. And so a skill gap is, you know, like, I just love a skill gap. Like if people really want to change, if they really want to have a new life, then when they look at what isn't working, it will inform them to what could work or what would be a great idea. And so thinking of a skill gap, it's just, you know, for me, I'm like, oh, 
I think the very first thing that I would love people to do is to make a list of experiences that actually make your body feel alive. Like what you could ask yourself, what makes my body feel alive? What makes my body feel alive? And so, you know, for me, what makes my body feel alive is having like a really generative, you know, discussion with people, you know, with somebody where we're talking about this amazing topic and we just talk about it for hours and hours and hours. Like I had some guests come and stay with me and I had like two or three really generative conversations with the man and then one or two really generative conversations with the woman and they were only here for two nights and it was just like oh my goodness I I just I didn't want them to go because I just felt so alive when I was in their presence because I was able to fully express myself and so for me if you look at my chart I have all of these throat gates just dying to express themselves. And it's the foundation of what I do for business always has to be speaking. And so if I'm not able to speak in the bedroom or not able to speak with my partner or they don't communicate with me, then I don't really fall, feel all that alive. I don't really feel all that turned on. I don't really feel all that present. And so thinking about that for yourself, what makes you feel alive? I remember um, I had a boyfriend uh, who used to just like take my hand and like stroke my arm. He would stroke my arm and oh my God, just like hold my hand and like run his hand up and down my arm. And then he'd like stroke the other arm. Oh my God, that was such a turn on. And so I think what happens is, you know, the programming of porn makes it so, you know, we're supposed to get together and just like slide it in, in three minutes or less, where I would say, most of the female population and probably most of the male population, that's not a turn on. So what has been presented as a turn on is not a turn on, you know, like, like, (laughs) you know, like how porn goes, it's just like, okay, well, first they do the BJ thing, then they might do a tiny bit of oral sex on the girl or stroke her a little bit. And then it's full on you know, Lego. (laughs) And that's not actually how it goes in the real world. That's not how uh, generative lovemaking goes. It's just not, you know, even, you know, for most women, uh, it's 22 minutes. That's the data is 22 minutes of like being talked to, you know, maybe having their arms stroked or their feet rubbed or, uh, you know, like whatever it is that is not touching vaginas and not touching penises. You know, 22 minutes of just like even having a really great conversation. And, you know, for most women, I'd say that's panty remover. (laughs) It's not gin, it's conversation and interest. And I remember ages ago, uh, one of my coaches said, uh, be interested, not interesting. 
be interested, not interesting. And so be interested in the person who is your primary love partner, be interested in them. And if your primary love partner uh, isn't interested in you in the way that you would like to be receiving interest, and they're not open to feedback or open to changing themselves, then it might be time for you to have a conversation with them and say like, look, go get some counseling you know, have it in a safe way that works for you that, you know, like I've been considering it. I've been considering your porn consumption and it's not working for me. And here's what does work for me and be prepared to not have them be psychic, <laughs> be interested in what works for you, be interested in your own physical body and what really works for it. And it's interesting, there's another show that I'm going to include in the, um, in the notes for this show. Melitza um, Yelenich has a show called The Pleasure Zone. And she actually did a whole entire show on figuring out what it is that you like to receive sexually. And so what I do notice is that people do look to their sexual partner to provide pleasure for them, but they don't really know what the pleasure that they would like to receive is. And so, you know, it becomes a treasure hunt that maybe they will never, ever find the treasure because they don't know the key to their own pleasure. So I would love for you to know the key to your own pleasure. And what happens when you know the key to your own pleasure, it can bring you so much abundance, you know, because it's just, it's so easy to work with somebody who's turned on. It's so easy to spend time with someone who's turned on. Like it's whatever you've learned about people who are turned on has got to be a lie. You know, if you don't have a positive experience about somebody who has a ton of sex energy, you know, if you're like, Ooh, whoa, that person is way too much, then it might be your energy that needs to change and rise so that you feel, you know, completely yourself in a room with somebody that has that much sex energy, that much chi. And it does take practice. So everything that I talk about on this show takes practice. You know, you can actually just write it on a piece of paper, stick the piece of paper where you see it two, three times a week, or even seven times a week, or even twice a day. And just ask yourself, okay, well, what do I love? What's a turn on for me? What's pleasurable for me? And start including your body in that equation. Because pleasure is in the body. It's in the body. You know, I mean, you can get like, you can have an intellectual orgasm. I can anyways, you know, like when I see something that's so beautifully written or beautifully presented or, you know, just sort of, it's possible for me, but I'm a very turned on being. I've worked a lot. I've worked a lot on my turn on and that I could feel turn on in my body. And if somebody's responding to it, it's not my problem. It's like, okay, I see what you're doing over there. But, you know, I'm not interested in having sex with you, even if you're interested in having sex with me. So think about that for yourself. It's like there will be no responsibility 
You don't have to respond to other people's sex energy unless your body's actually having a great response to their sex energy. And, you know, there's so much social conditioning to turned on people so much, you know, it's like, oh, we better turn that down. You better turn that off. Oh, you're, you know, being too sexy. You're being, you know, too switched on, too obvious, too horny, whatever it is. And so we're going to end up talking about that after the break when you have perceived yourself as too much and then you just have to, you know, you feel like you have to turn that down when you've been judged as too sexy. (laughs) What do you do with that? How do you have fun with being judged as too sexy? So please join me after the break. You are listening to Big Fat Lies. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis and we are on the Inspired Choices Network. Join me after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. Oh my goodness. Welcome back. So before the break, we were talking about what if you are too sexy? What if you receive too much energy Uh, too much attention for your sexual energy. And, you know, it's part of a bigger topic. I might do an entire show on what if you're just too sexy. (laughs) So if you'd like me to do a show on what if you're just too sexy, wherever you're listening, say yes, too sexy or yes, hashtag too sexy in the comments. And I want to remind you that this show is always juicy and it always is current because a lot of it I'm channeling I'm a channel I am a shaman I'm a seer and I get the information about what the cosmos and you know the consciousness of my clients my people my soul tribe my soul fractal is looking for and you know sort of what their aches and pains are And so one of the aches and pains that I've noticed, I'm going to get back to the show, but before I forget, I want to remind you that next week, the show is all about how to monetize your creative output. And I've actually invited the, um, the owner of inspired choices network to present with us and, uh, you know, give us a ton of ideas about how to monetize our creative output, our podcasts, our broadcasts, our online TV shows. And so she's really, really good at connecting the dots. And that's what I super love about Christine McIver. And so I'm going to invite you to put that on your calendar for four o'clock Eastern Standard Time, one o'clock Pacific Time next Friday. I think the show's called five plus ways 
to make money with your podcast, something like that. (laughs) It's going to be really juicy. And she loves it. And I love it. And so that's where we're going to connect is bringing money into your podcast. And it's not just to pay for the podcast. It's inviting people to have a deeper transformation with you. Five plus ways to make money podcasting with our guest expert, Christine McIver. And so how am I going to walk you out? How am I going to walk you out? Well, one of the things that I want to remind you is that there is a way bigger force at play, a way bigger force at play when it comes to porn and when it comes to turning people away from their primary love relationship and towards porn or turning people away from creating a primary love relationship. And so if you like Think and Grow Rich, it's an ancient book. I think it's over a hundred years old. And this is a primer. I use it all the time with my clients. Uh, one of the things that it talks about in, because it's written for business men, but it also talks about how your choice of a life partner, of a love partner is hugely generative hugely generative and it will be a make or break choice in your world you know if you're constantly up and down with your partner if you're constantly in and out of love with them you know if you're just staying together for the kids or you know maybe you can't put the energy together to go and find another person (laughs) then there's a lot to look at there's a lot to look at And if your primary love relationship is still quite generative, but the sex is kind of weird, it can be that maybe your partner is consuming porn and maybe the type of porn that they're consuming, which for me, basically all porn is dark. There isn't porn that, you know, that the people are super happy and they're super excited. You know, it's all just playing Lego with body parts. And even if they're really great actors and actresses, even if they appear to be enjoying it at the moment, you know, this isn't a long term career that people get into. It's very rare that it's a long term career that people get into that is not causing them any trauma. So it's all dark. It's all Watuko. It's all evil. And so when you're consuming that, then, you know, it gets into your DNA, it gets into your bloodstream, it gets into your energetic field. So anything that gets into your energetic field by sneaking in is not consensual. So do you have a non-consensual relationship with porn? So if your partner is consuming porn and then bringing that dark energy and trying to touch your body with the dark energy, that can be why you don't want to make love with them or where you um, are less likely to make love with them. And then also think about what is presented in porn as the normal standard operating procedures of how people do it. You know, it's like, oh, well, first I take your clothes off and then, you know, you give me a BJ and then I might go down on you, but nowhere near as long as you give me the BJ for and then it's this and then it's that, you know, it's like the six moves or the 10 moves. And it's just not that it's not being present. 
It's not like, ooh, I wonder what would be juicy. I wonder. And, you know, there can be an addiction to self-pleasuring and there's really nothing actually wrong with self-pleasuring. What I think is you can have a really juicy time with self-pleasure and not have to watch porn or consume porn in order to be able to do that. Like if you weren't supposed to be able to touch yourself, you would have short little arms like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. (laughs) So there's really nothing wrong with that. What I do recommend is that you examine what you find sexy, what you find pleasurable, and then make a movie in your head. (laughs) Make a movie in your head. Be creative. Make a movie in your head. Yeah. So I wonder, I wonder what could change in the world if more of us turned away from porn and the easy get off of porn and we collected our sexual energy. You know, there's tons of information for men on how to collect their sexual energy and tons of information for actually for women. It's the more orgasms that you have, the more your sexual energy will shine. So it's really funny. I'm sorry, guys. The more you, you know, keep your chi to yourself and use that energy to, you know, grow a business or grow a love relationship, the more you will be attractive. And it's proven. It's science. And, you know, I've really noticed it for myself. I can tell who is sexually healthy and who isn't. And so wouldn't you want that for an advantage for you to be completely sexually healthy and for people to be drawn to you because you're completely sexually healthy? So thinking about that for yourself. Now, I want to thank you for showing up today. If you're listening on the replay, I want to see a hashtag replay wherever you're listening. Please comment on whatever it is. And if I can help you, please reach out. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, Jennifer invites you to laugh at limitation and live life delightfully by opening your eyes to the Big Fat Lies. Thank you for listening to Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, Jennifer invites you to laugh at limitation and live life delightfully by opening your eyes to the Big Fat Lies. Thank you.